This is the Hell in a Handcart podcast, episode 48. This week, Brown's been away, leaving Wonder Woman and the Dark Prince in charge. Russian PM proves he's a gym bunny. And Pete and Katie, please, please go away. <laughs> Podcasting live from London, this is Gary, Patrick and Heather on bended knees. Please, Katie, Pete, just bugger off. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. How are you two? All right. Yeah, yeah, not so bad, not so bad. Yes. Been better, been worse. Stag- staggering through. Oh, we're yes. such a jolly group. Keep <laughs> smiling through just like you always do. Do, yes. <laughs> uh. Oh, dear, just a great week. It's just been an absolutely fantastic week. The sun has been shining and Peter Mandelson has been in charge. Is there any correlation in those two statements? Sun shining, Peter Mandelson in charge. Yeah. Could life get better? Yeah. <laughs> One is causing the other. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing, isn't it? Scientific, yeah. Last week, there we were pontificating about him wanting to be PM and taking over. This week, suddenly he's in charge. Only for a week, but hey. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. But our, the main thing that's just been getting our goat um, this week, um, well, not our goat, actually, but it seems the Americans' goat to start with, they've been talking about health. There are only about three things they ever talk about in America, uh, and health seems to be one of them. Yeah, it's very true, yes. Um, so, uh, basically, the news story that I, I saw online today said many British imports have been very successful in America, from Beatles to Coldplay, American Idol to Hell's Kitchen, Hugh Grant to Hugh Laurie, to name but a few. Uh, but um, they're not happy about some people suggesting um, that our National Health Service, with its history of inefficiency, endless queues, bloated bureaucracy, and often substandard health position, provision, is now regularly cited by a opponents of President Obama's health care reform proposals as the shape of things to come for America. Well, I mean, the thing that really I find kind of hilarious is these town hall meetings that they've been having all over America. And I see this footage of it and you just think, I mean, it's like you were saying, Gary, that, you know, in Britain, even when something really has really got the community upset and there's like a meeting where an MP is being hauled up before, you know, in front of their constituency. Everyone just kind of sits there and they say, well, you know, I was very angry, but he was quite a jolly nice chap, you know, and he had a bit of an argument and you just, you don't see it, but they're all like ranting and shouting at each other and there's people holding up their birth certificates and saying, I'm an American citizen, I'm proving it with my birth certificate. Because you know there's this this thing that the Republicans have got with Barack Obama not you know, not being an American citizen is the latest conspiracy. So you mean you mean Barack Hussein Obama, I think Well you know, I mean, it's just ridiculous. But I just find it hilarious. I just think the way they're behaving, and I don't understand what the threat is in providing people with health care. Why is that so scary? It's just in the culture, isn't it? The culture is, you know, look after yourself, don't expect anyone to do it for you. You know, it's, it's a very cultural thing, I think. I think, one of, the, I think one of the major things that's going on here in America, and this is the crux of the story, is that people in the US, the, the, the right, are hijacking um, the NHS as an example of things that could, could happen in the US, and they're saying it would be a bad thing. And everybody in Britain is jumping up and down and saying, how dare you say that the NHS is a bad thing 
when, quite frankly, the NHS could possibly be one of the best things that could ever happen to the USA. Yeah, and also, I mean, I, I depend on the NHS, you know, and I might, I couldn't afford my health care without the NHS. And I think that applies to millions and millions of people in this country. And, you know, I would not, I can tell you now that it's not perfect. I know all the faults. Of course I do. You know? But I think what, what I'm saying is it's not the way they're portraying it. No. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It isn't the way they're portraying it at all. Yeah. You know, but and, and of course it isn't perfect. Extremes. You know, and I'm just saying, you know, to say to say that you know all the all the anti-state healthcare arguments are nonsense is not true. But uh, no one's saying that they that they are. But, <laughs> so the, the I think we're I'm not making, saying we're not I'm saying different is, things. You know, but everyone's going. Oh my God! They said that you know they won't you know that people will be dead because they're too old. I'm like that's not true all the time, but it is true some of the time. <sighs> So, so here's another thing on this Twitter thing today. The, in the top ten stories, uh, there are two NHS ones. The, the number one is, is NHS, um, and also is We Love the NHS, which is one of the hashtags going around at the moment today. Another one um, just beneath the NHS one today is We Love You, Miley, because Miley Cyrus is also getting it in the neck from, from, the, uh, from the right as well, but the, the Christian right, uh, they've decided they hate to Miley Cyrus, which is a bit random. Um, so everybody's getting it from the right why? today, it seems. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Um, so just, we don't know just, why they hate her. Um, well, her music would be a good reason, but um, I'm guessing it's not that. But I'm, again, I'm, I'm talking about a story I've not really looked into, which was really, really <laughs> clever. Um, but here's one I have looked into. Um, we've had a good week and a half so far here in the UK. Uh, week one of Gordon Brown's holiday, we had a woman in charge, uh, Wonder Woman herself, Harriet Harman. Uh, she's the deputy leader of the Labour Party. Um, and the second week we've had um, who Heather calls the, uh, the, the Lord of Darkness. Is that what you call him? Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness. Oh, I don't call him that. That's the media name for him, but yeah. Okay. Um, but you call him it as well. Yeah. I'm not wrong on that. No, no, no. Damn it, you two are argumentative tonight. Um, so, <laughs> no, um, I didn't invent it. I don't want to take claim for anything I didn't invent. Oh, come on. Everybody takes credit for things they didn't make they up. They do, I know. I can't. I can't. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, when she took over running the country from Gordon Brown just over a week ago, Harriet Harman boasted she worked like a pit pony. Uh, and according to the Daily Mail, the deputy leader declared, I love it, absolutely love it. I'm like a pit pony working such long hours. I don't know if it's day or night but i really enjoy it then the daily mail breaks down her five days uh, her five weekdays in charge of the country monday harriet Harmon takes her mum on a tour of downing street she gets stuck at a security banner barrier uh, mum or harriet uh i guess harriet Oh, what a shame! I was imagining this little old lady stuck in a revolving door, <laughs> going round and round and round. Uh, Tuesday, nothing too strenuous, and she's dropped off back home by three fifteen p.m. Oh, that's nice. Uh, compared with Gordon Brown, who sometimes uh, works at number ten, uh, he gets in at five and is um, off fran- firing frantic emails to ministers as late as two a.m. Well, good grief! Doesn't that just show you it's not how long you're at work, but what you do while you're there? Phew. 
She had a long, she, she had a long, it's ridiculous. Wednesday, yeah. bit of a long day, 10 a.m. start, woman's hour interview, sort of spot of shopping, not home until 5 p.m. Uh, Thursday, drives herself to Harry Patch's funeral. Um, That's nice. Yeah. Why didn't she get the tube? Uh, I, I, well, she was kind of in charge of a country, and I think they have something against that. <laughs> um, <laughs> when she does that. Um, and on Friday, apparently, she got up really, really rather early because she was going on a holiday to Italy and had to get a plane. Yeah, poor old Harriet Harman, though. I love the way in the middle of um, a perfectly normal sentence they say something like, the ardent feminist, you know, wakes yeah. up. Yeah. Like, Harriet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's just, it's all just ridiculous, isn't it? I ha- i mean, I know, Gary, you're in love with Harriet Harman, aren't you? Is that right? I love her. She's your crush, isn't she? Huh? Yeah. I was more, I was, I was more with the Hazel Blears, but um, as she's gone, I have to move on to, um, to Harriet. To, to Harriet. Um, and in Harriet's defence, a spokeswoman for Ms. Harmon insisted she works very hard. She works round the clock. Yes, like a pit pony. Yeah. Round the clock. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... I don't know. Um, so, uh, um... Sorry, I just went a bit... Do you have a, do you, do you have a thought coming through to your brain? Yes, or? sorry. Let it out. Let I it just, out. New, and so, new batteries, so now, please. Um, so now Peter Mandelson's taken over, right? Uh, so then Peter Mandelson took over. So she went off on holiday to Italy uh, after her very strenuous week, according to the Daily Mail. Um, and then PM became PM. Yes, and I wonder how strenuous his week is going to be. I heard him being interviewed on the radio, and it was very funny because he was being interviewed by Evan Davis, who was trying to really get him on some of his criticisms of the Conservatives' um, fiscal the policy. The guys are taking over the BBC. Well, um, then uh, at one point, Peter Mandelson said, Evan, you're interviewing me, you're not interviewing yourself. <laughs> and so Peter shut up. It was quite funny. It was like it actually worked. <laughs> oh. I wonder if Peter Manson will take his Brazilian boyfriend um, through the House of Commons like Harriet Harman took her mother. <laughs> Says Peter. Oh, I didn't know about Peter Manson. Oh, yeah, no. He's, he famously pulled immigration strings not to have him deported back in the day. Hmm. But. Is that still... Oh, I suppose you oh, he's know still, if it's, no, if I, it's I still know. going on. <laughs> yeah. He's probably long gone by now. Yeah. I just, you remember the mail always used to mention his Brazilian boyfriend, his yeah. much younger Brazilian boyfriend, I think the, their famous expression was, favourite expression. I think that would be really cool if he was like the first man <laughs> instead of the first lady. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I just... I, I feel... I don't know what you think about Harriet Harman, but I do feel very sorry for her because I think she's just... All these women have decided, you know, everyone just loathes her because it's suddenly become a real dirty word to be a feminist. And because she says she's a feminist, then it doesn't matter what she does, automatically she's, um, you know, everyone's just going to be critical of her. Well, she does say some silly things, though. But then again, you know, when it's often when you look at what she has actually said, it's fairly sensible. It's just being reported stupidly. Exactly. Yeah, she doesn't seem that bad to me. But uh, you know, yeah, we don't, you would you would think after so long in politics, she would learn to express herself a bit better, though. You know. Yeah. You think she'd know what she was getting herself in for? But, uh, yeah. The last thing we want is another f- uh, female prime minister, right? 
<laughs> well, Iceland's beaten us to the first gay prime minister, so bad luck, Peter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Has it? Yes, yes, they've got some old lesbian. She's about 900. She used to be an air hostess. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, they, so they've got the first lesbian. We'll have the first gay man. Oh, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, okay. sorry, Stephen. Well, sorry, Stephen. Well, the first Qu- out gay man, sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There may well have been gay prime ministers before. We just uh, don't know about it. That's that, that that that's true, and we'll name no names. No, absolutely not. Um. <laughs> but yes, um, I don't think Harriet Harman is a lesbian, as far as I know. Yes, no, um, uh, uh, Johanna Sigurdardottir is the um, lesbian prime minister of Iceland. Wow. I love that. She the lesbian prime minister. Yeah. <laughs> prime minister of all the lesbians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, so so we'll we'll wait and see um what the uh, the backlash is for Peter after his his uh, week in charge. It hasn't been um a big story yet, has it? Where it was with Harriet Harman they started lashing out at her from day one. Yeah. And I've noticed that the only thing I've heard is the odd thing about, well, you know, Peter Mandelson's looking like a good bet for the Labour Party. And I haven't heard anything critical yet. I mean, it's only middle of the week, but last week they were really, you know, criticising her from from Monday. So Yeah. Uh, but, but Peter Mandelson, how old is he? Does anyone know? Because surely he's not going to give up a seat in the Lords to sit around in opposition for nine years before maybe becoming Prime Minister after that. Well, no, exactly. He must still, be in his mid-50s, surely. Uh, yeah, I would have thought. I, I, so I think he should um, do what we suggested and just you know, say he'll be Prime Minister from the Lords. Why not? Yeah. I still like that idea. Yeah. He's not the only Peter in the news this week, I am sorry to say. And uh, it, 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 it upsets me to, to wish that Peter Mandelson was the only story um, involving the name Peter this week. Uh, Peter, Andre and uh-huh. Katie Price. Go the hell away. I did not want to talk about these two on the podcast. I just wanted to ignore them. I just wanted them not to be around. But unfortunately, I, I feel we, we need to talk about it. Um, because I, I want to ask the question loud and clear. Who cares? <laughs> so he's going to be number one for his, sing- his signal. He's single? not. In Sorry. His, in <laughs> his <laughs> dreams, he's going to be number one. I mean, if you oh, because it says here it's a dead cert in in the article. Yeah. You must only have to sell about two copies to be number one these days. True, yeah, it's not that difficult. Is it's it? not what it was. Yeah, it really isn't as hard as it used to be, and I'm, I'm sure he, you know he can afford to uh, almost buy enough copies to to make himself number one. Not that I'm saying he <laughs> would do would that, um, <laughs> but uh, I bet he would. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I, I love the quote. So they've the both got new partners already, haven't they? Because is is he with um, that Chantelle, and she's got some what guy Chantelle that... from Big Brother. That's what I heard. Is that true, or is that just? Don't, don't let the grass grow. Do you, you know, who, Heather? Seriously, who cares? You know, I, yeah, sorry, I, know, I don't I know, know why I even said it because I, I don't really care. Suddenly, we're discussing what they want us to discuss. Stop it! Uh, <laughs> you brought it up. You brought the subject up. I, yeah. I know. I just want to slag them off. That's all I want to do. No. Um, 
No, the thing that I that really, really gets me about this whole thing, and if you don't know who Peter and Katie Price or Jordan, the model that she's better known, um, basically they got together on a reality show, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, uh, and they've had this big celebrity relationship. They've been in all the papers. Every step of the way has been documented. And then suddenly, pretty much out of nowhere, they're splitting up. And we're supposed to just take it that they're actually splitting up and that you know this was never planned as some big pr stunt um oh, gary you're such a hater um but according to the daily they are desperate aren't they for publicity of any yes. kind so yeah but according to the Daily Mirror, the children of Peter, Andre and Katie Price aren't the only victims of their bitter public spat. Andre's new album is said to be inspired by the breakdown of his relationship with his estranged wife, which means we're all going to suffer. <laughs> that's the victim who's current spat. Oh, us. I think the, I think the victim of the, of the entire thing has been the great British public. Um, but it's it's just amazing. On uh, this week, he's uh, Saint Peter Andre, according to the Sun, has n- be, has sworn not to badmouth Jordan anymore. Uh, but you know, it's it, it's just absolutely. Um, Amazing! I just can't understand how they can go through this, and then suddenly he's on the TV again this week talking about the relationship and how um, he just wants everything to sort of you know go away and, and everything's just to be sort of the way he wants it. And he wants to revive his career. Sorry, Peter, what career are you talking about exactly? I've lost interest, Gary. Sorry. Um, yeah, I was looking at something else actually. <laughs> <laughs> Downloading pornography again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so what were you saying Gary? <laughs> and that'll do it for this week i was no. falling asleep <laughs> is michael jackson still dead yeah <laughs> have you seen that site it's like michael jackson hoaxdeath.com or something like that and there's all these nutters on there saying that you know how he's really alive anyway and you know what what he's doing to survive and well that's a good site to promote that sounds yeah. good <laughs> Any slightly unhinged listeners, take a look. You'll be even crazier by the end. Can I, talk, talking, talking about complete hypocrisy. Um, do, do you realise that you spent ten minutes ranting about the NHS today? I rant about Peter Andre for two minutes, and I get told off. Yeah, because the thing is, Peter Andre and Jordan are just as important. <laughs> They've saved yeah. lots of lives. In fact, if you do want to laugh, it's always like one of my favourite laughs is to look up on Amazon the Peter Andre and Jordan or Katie Price's album. Can you remember what it was called? No. A whole is new it world. like, um, you know that they did a song together, didn't they? Which, yeah, A Whole New World. Whole New World. And the album, I think, is called A Whole New World. And just look it up on Amazon and read the comments. It, I mean, you'll have tears running down your it's so funny but Peter and Katie kill old people without consent then they really (laughs) would be like the NHS it's just it's all things like um, you know I I was a very dark cynical person until I heard this album and now (laughs) I can see the joy in the world it's it's all this sort of thing and it just you know this album um, saved my marriage God it's, it's very funny. But did you did you hear? Sorry, just to go back to this. I know it's not on topic, but I just remembered. Um, Michael Jackson's going to be buried in an unmarked grave. Really? Why? Yes. Well, his, his father's missing a trick. Um, apparently, the family don't want it to become a shrine. But I would have thought old Joe Jackson be you know there with his hat in his hand, standing at the gate. Charging yeah. Why don't the they make it a shrine and charge people? Yeah. Yeah, just like the Diana Island. Yeah. You should put that, that forward, dumb. Patrick. It's it's a money-making scheme just waiting to happen. 
It just seems very odd of his father to have let it slip through his fingers. I don't understand it. Mm. Sorry, Gary, I derailed. <laughs> Russian Prime Minister Vladimir Putin has once again Four. released a series of macho holiday snaps. Putin had himself photographed on a Siberian mini break, posing topless whilst <laughs> horse riding, breaking <laughs> sticks of wood with his bare hands, and speeding off in a jet boat. The former KG. Sorry, what? Does Ryanair fly Siberian mini breaks? I don't know. Very soon. They're working on it. The former KGB agent is also shown in a pensive mood, sitting on the branches of a tree and taking tea with an elderly Siberian chapard. I just love how the papers have all said this is like more Brokeback Mountain than Siberian music. <laughs> it's like he doesn't realise how it looks. And it's just hilarious, these pictures. Have you seen the pictures? They, I love had the some, they had some sh- uh, film of him on Newsnight the other night. Oh, isn't it so funny? Like this topless horseback riding. And uh, <laughs> but see, the Russians love that. That'll go down well at home because they love their think? strong men. Yeah. They love strong, tough men who boss other countries around. Some commentators they are love suggesting this kind of there's some imagery. There's some some commentators are suggesting there's something a little camp about the latest pictures, which were taken one, on a one-day photo op stopover. But they don't have gay people in Russia, Heather. Oh, okay. Sorry, I forgot. You forgot that. <laughs> yes. Oh, I just. You know, I all those people who got arrested with Peter Tatchell last year on the Gay Pride March, they were all foreigners. Yeah. <laughs> you came to Russia to stir up trouble. Damn them. Obviously, yes. Oh, dear. Those foreign troublemakers. Yeah, I think those pictures are just brilliant. And he, it's just, and then they broke the internet, didn't they? So it was like Putin stomped around. You know, he's obviously cross because his his uh, torso modelling hadn't worked. So he decided to stomp on the internet last weekend and break it. I can't remember what actually happened. Was it some Russian blog that they were trying to stop or something? Oh right, because they because they crippled the Estonian internet a while back. Yeah, well, they crippled it. I mean, I couldn't get onto some sites, and quite a lot of... They, uh, basically, um, you know... Space- your homepage of putintopless.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had real trouble with my uh, my fan site that I was setting up where I was uploading the latest pictures. <laughs> no, it was like Facebook and all that was affected, wasn't it? But a lot of the networking sites were affected, and some people just couldn't get onto the internet at all. But, um, yeah, I'd, and, and as I said, you know, being a really good researcher, I can't remember what the... The, what the Russians were trying to stop, but they did manage to attack the internet all over the world. But I think it was just because he didn't, he, you know, he was just pouting because we didn't like his nakedness. Mm. Here's a good quote. It was disgusting, disrespectful, and degrading. Are they talking about Putin? No. They're talking about Jack Tweed, who had a reported eight-hour orgy that he threw at his home last week. And Is this some tragic widower, Jack Tweed? <laughs> this, is, this is tragic widower, Jack Tweed. Uh, yes. she, he was um, uh, Mr. Jade Vivi, wasn't he? Yes. Um, He's... So, so let me get the story out. I'm sure it's what she would have wanted. Definitely. <laughs> Details of Jack Tweed's reported eight-hour orgy that he threw at his new home last week have finally emerged from one of the guests, glamour model Roxy Townsend, <laughs> real name, and she leaves no stone unturned with the details analysis of the night. 
It's mm. kind of um, stomach churning stuff. Three yeah, glamour I don't models. Think you want to read it all, actually. It's horrible, isn't it? So, so, so basically, uh, Jack Tweed, uh, a load of glamour models, um, and some other randoms, uh, apparently at his house doing the wild thing all night. <laughs> I love the fact it was an eight-hour orgy. It's like, you know, he started at nine in the evening and at five in the morning he just said to everyone, go home now. Yes, because yes. it's eight, eight hours. Precisely around. eight hours. <laughs> We've had our orgy now. Maybe that's what he paid for. Yeah, he's a piece of scum, isn't he? Yeah, it's just... You know, Do you think it's a true story? Has, has he denied this story? Well, you know, why would you deny it if you're as thick as him? You know, he probably thinks it makes him look good in front of his mates. I did see something where he, where he I think he denied being there. Like there'd be an orgy <laughs> going on in your house and you weren't there. I wasn't there. I mean, he was naked on the balcony. <laughs> and what, people got pictures, did they? He not seen it. it was in the news of the world. There's a big picture of him waving his schlong around on the balcony. <laughs> I, I wasn't seen there. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> oh. the news of the world had the rare good taste to obscure it. Yeah, but the thing is, he's actually on the balcony, and they were. Yeah, in I suppose he's not in the house, is he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. According to highly respected internet sources, Jack was moving from girl to girl, kissing one, groping the next, snogging another, and he clearly likes variety because he went from a blonde to a mixed race girl, and then on to Sam. Girls were passed around oh, like, like, like pieces that, of meat. His wife might have been Britain's best-known racist, but Jack's all right. He'll shag anything. Yeah. <laughs> Who is Sam, anyway? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's a really useful story, then. Yeah, it's highly good. Guys were yeah. running in and out of the room naked, asking if they could join in as we were having sex. Oh. At one point, the guy... I like guy... the fact that they went in and out. Did they still just put their head round the door and say, do you mind if we join in? No. Okay, see you later. <laughs> In, in that very, oh. in that very British way. Excuse me, do you mind? Yes. <laughs> yes. At one point, the guy I was having sex with even asked me, "Do you mind if my friend joins in?" And we have a threesome. It finished after that because I was like, "Who do you think I am?" <laughs> I've got standards. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly visible ones, it seems. God, do these trollops not? Both pre- oh, well, I presume they don't read the articles before they're published, but you know. So they, well, they probably get a lot of money for those articles, so it's worth it, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes. You know, I'm, I'm not saying I would go to an orgy at Jack Tweed's house, but if I did, I would sell my story afterwards. So <laughs> what, do we think the, what do we think the going rate for a trollop is these days? I don't know. Um, hmm. Oh, what do you mean Good for question. the story? Yeah. We're selling the story, Gareth. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking... Not, not, yeah. not just for, you know, no. Yeah. Um, for selling a story? Oh, yeah. I would think... Um, uh, 25,000 depending on what you could provide like if you had photographs it would be worth a lot more yeah if you had photographs it could it could go for quite quite a bit more but you know mm. well i'm sure it will it, it will be enough to um buy whatever the uh, uh the the uh <laughs> the young lady uh, would like to buy for her lifestyle <laughs> www.hellinahandcart.com send us your comments uh send us love for peter and katie if you wish we won't post those um <laughs> And I, I guess uh, that. And please, if you have been to an orchard, check tweets, house, keep your mouth shut. You! Um, 
And that will do it for this week. God, it feels like a century. Close yes. I'll <laughs> oh, just go and lie in a dark room, I think. Sounds <laughs> like a plan. Look out for the Prince of Darkness. Yes. Um, <laughs> have a good week, you two. Okay, bye. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>